Hi guys, I'm Jesse Bernhardt. And I'm Jen Nay Herman. And Louie is here too, who's Jen's puppy. <laughs> and welcome to the Marketing Greenhouse Podcast. It's good to see you, Jesse. It's good to see you, Jen. How are you? I'm doing great because we're sitting recording in person in my new house. That's so exciting. <laughs> Finally. How are you feeling? Good. I mean, sore, mainly just because of moving with pregnancy. Yeah. But like on cloud nine. Yes. You guys feel so much lighter this week and like so much happier. And I'm just so happy for you. Yeah. I 100% took for granted how much happiness comes from just like standard creature comforts. Yes. Like your own bed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just. Matt and I were joking around that our bed felt like a hotel. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Honestly, I'm like a cancer. So like I am just home is always like so needed for me <laughs> like yeah. I, like being in cozy in my home and so like I don't know I felt so bad for, since you've been displaced yeah for <laughs> displaced is probably the wrong word but you know <laughs> yeah um but I know you have your low and well you have a lot of highs this week but your low has to do with your high it does so initially <laughs> initially I was having a hard time thinking of a low and then I thought how could I forget by the way, if anyone hears Louie barking in the background or his chain <laughs> jingling, it's like having another toddler around Yes, here. it totally is. People that like have puppies, I'm always like, it's like the same thing. Like they post on their stories, their dogs are doing that. I'm like, yeah, my kid does that too. Yes. Um. Anyways, my low is, so we worked with two different movers. Um. I should start with, I have always loved Make Space in the past. Mm -hmm. I've actually done campaigns with them. Mm -hmm. And because we have moved like Rolling Stones over the last few years, <laughs> um, we've done five or six moves with them in the last three to four years. Mm -hmm. And it's always been wonderful. Their team is great. Yeah, you've always said great things about them. Yes. Well, I'm not quite sure what happened, um, but we have – I'm going to conservatively estimate we have about $3,000 worth of damage from our move it's wild i just went through this stuff with you downstairs and it's like they were playing football with your boxes i mean literally so i had actually sold most of our furniture since we didn't know where we would be moving yeah and their storage fees are not cheap um so anyways we didn't have much furniture maybe 10 to 12 pieces that we stored with them okay only three aren't chipped and stickers was put all over our wood furniture. Anything that's breakable showed stickers? up. Stickers? Oh, yeah. There's stickers all all over our wood furniture. Like, I have this really cute, um, a huge ruler, six-foot ruler that's hand-painted uh -huh. for the kids' bedrooms to measure yeah, yeah, how like tall height. they are. Yeah. It says the Hermanitos on it. And they slapped two stickers on the front of it, one across our name. And it's oh wood. God. So, like, obviously the adhesive sticks. It's painted to, wood, right? It's painted wood. Yeah. So, like, you can't get it off. So, I mean, that's ruined. Anything that's uh, breakable, like vases, lamps. Jeez. Um, almost everything showed up shattered. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what you were showing me, the boxes. Like, you guys, it's it literally looks like they just got thrown down the stairs. It's bad. It's also kind of awkward because the boxes must have been jingling if they as they brought them in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can like tell when so ceramic shattered. is. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is unfortunately the low. However, 
I'm back to being positive, Polly. They do have a claims process. They know that I'll be reaching out to file a claim. And I'm optimistic that we can at least recoup and maybe that turns into a fun housing project. Yeah, maybe. But definitely our stuff. So far, I have to go through our Christmas ornaments, which I'm really scared to do. Oh, no, not Christmas. Um, Because that's really the only sentimental thing. Louis now licking Louis Jesse's licking microphone. My microphone. <laughs> um, that's really the only sentimental thing that they moved. We moved everything else by hand. Ugh. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I hope that that's that would really suck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the high is that we are in our house. We're obsessed with it. It's, it's beautiful. It's our total dream home. We're just so happy to all be here. Um, it's also like so. Again, there are pros and cons to everything. Like with houses, unless you just buy like a total gut renovation, right? Again, even pros to that, right? But like with housing stuff, I was telling Jen, I'm really jealous because like, so open floor plan, it's one of those things that's been talked about more recently, but like, especially post pandemic, it looks great in photos. It's not ideal for living. (laughs) Like, you know, I, at least for me, I don't love like, or entertaining. I cook a lot. That's the other thing. Yeah. And so, like, my kitchen is just generally has stuff on the counter. Like, I don't like to put everything away all yeah. the time because I'm always cooking and always. And if you're entertaining, your kitchen has to be clean. So it's like you can't. It's really hard to cook something and entertain at the same time. Anyway, Jen has like a much more traditional home that um, has like a not open floor plan or not completely like, you know, the kitchen has an open to the living room, but then like yeah. your dining room is separate. You have your office. Like it's just like it has a nice fo- foyer foyer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It's it's a beautiful home. I'm well, so thank happy you. for you guys. Yeah, we're really pumped. And I'm excited to see like the finishing, not even finishing touches. You've got like more than, you know, some fun stuff to do. Not yeah. just like decorating, but like countertops and your kitchen's gonna be beautiful and yeah, it we're is, very it's excited. It's very pretty now, but it's like it's a perfect. It's funny because I add. said to Matt the second we moved in here, it felt like home. And even after all that work we did at our other house, it didn't. Yeah, feel like home to me. Yeah. And the second moving in here, I was like, oh, I'm a thousand percent home. I even though it. nothing like the style doesn't quite look like us at all yet. Yeah, but it still is better. I'm jealous of that. I feel like I'm kind of a person that like I don't know if I'll ever be like home home. Yeah, I love our house. It's great, but it's not. I don't know. Like I've people, never had it before. Yeah. Like I've never like moved into a place where I'm like, oh, I'm never leaving. I was going to say, this is like, feels like forever home for you guys where I'm yeah. always like, I don't know if I'll ever have a forever home unless yeah. I move back to New York and <laughs> New York is my, I think that's the reason. Cause I'm always like, it's like we were, I told, always pretend moving back to I'm New York. I always pretend moving back to New York, but I'm like, we're not going to be here for long. Maybe just like 17 years and then we're, we're leaving. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We were talking to our financial advisor last week, and he's like, how long are you going to be here? I was like, I mean, it's not a forever home. Like, we're going back to New York. Maybe in 17 years, but we're going back. (laughs) So maybe that's my, that'll be my forever home. But yeah, this place is lovely, and the neighborhood's beautiful. And Which is funny, because we're like, this is our house for like the next 17 years, and we're calling it our forever home. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I don't know. I don't, do you think you'd move, though? Um, I feel like this is the kind of home where you raise your kids and host a million parties and then eventually you get something that is, I don't know, more, you'd like downsize eventually. Yeah, I guess like a little bit more manageable when you don't need. Yeah. My mom 
um, and or my parents when they they moved out of our they, the the house they downsized to wasn't that much smaller, but they moved out of um, our <laughs> childhood home. Yeah, and my mom, I remember at the end, you know, we had four siblings growing up, but like at the end, she was just like, "It's too much space. I don't go in the rooms, but they still have to be cleaned and yeah. maintained and like all the things, you know." And she's like, "It just becomes too much when you're older." But yeah, yeah, it's a great house to like raise kids in and. A beautiful neighborhood and everything. Yeah, I see us in like after the kids are gone in like a two bed, two bath, <laughs> like completely regressing. Move back down to Gold Coast, come back to the city. That's my plan. Perfect. <laughs> and I'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have a place for you to stay when you and come I'll, back. Or I'll still be pretending I'm moving. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how about you? What are your highs and lows for the week? Other your high must be Louie licking your face off <laughs> while you're trying to speak. Or my high. Um Okay, we're back. Um, <laughs> Louis quite literally stopped our recording. He jumped up and <laughs> pressed stop record. Um, <laughs> let's let's have let's get a quick hot take. What's worse to watch, Louis or a toddler? Depend. I think it would depend on the day. You know, like toddlers. When like right just- now, in this moment, as he's trying to break out of where we're sitting, he just thinks it's so funny. You know, but like Teddy does this sometimes too, where he thinks something's really funny. And you're just like, stop, stop. Okay, okay, yeah. that's an like, That was cute, but like, this is annoying now. <laughs> and he's back. I don't know. He's, yeah. This is why I'm not getting a dog. I love him. It's great. And I'll. Oh, he's so cute, but he's a handful. So cute, but I like, will tell you, him and Emmy together are like. Yeah, it's like having a third kid. It would be literally, yeah. Oof, like, it's draining. Yeah. Anyways, how's your week been? It's been good. Um, what have I been up to? Um, 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 hold on. I wrote down my low. I don't know. I haven't done much this week. I told you Mercer slept. Right. But that was kind of the same as last week. He's like just upping his hours every night, which, which is, is great. Great. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, Mom's on Call is the book we've been reading or using. I yeah. was telling Jen about it, Um, but it's been good and like kind of gives you a schedule by the week and we've been following that. And yeah, so hopefully in a couple of weeks, he'll be seven to seven like Teddy. <laughs> This baby better sleep. <laughs> I think he'll sleep. <laughs> yeah. So um that'll be nice to like have life back when both kids are sleeping completely. But wait, Teddy's still sleeping seven to seven? He slips six forty five to six forty five. Are you kidding me? And honestly, Emmy went to bed at nine o'clock last night. I don't know how you first of all, I don't know how you do it because like I feel like Kyle and I like are barely crossing the finish line at 6.45 with Teddy. Like 6.45, I'm just like, all right, I got two more hours to go. <laughs> no, it's like 6 – like sometimes we'll put him down as early as 6.30 if he isn't – if he's like losing it. Yeah. Or like 6.15. Um, But yeah, he doesn't nap at daycare either though. And he just like runs himself. So she has now dropped her nap to one hour a day. Okay. So, I mean, it is an hour, but – it's at least she like gets like some recharge. Yeah, some recharge. Teddy doesn't, and so he's just like I don't know. He's by just time exhausted. It's, he's exhausted yeah. at bedtime, right? So like, if you think about seven forty-five, I mean, yes, nine's a little bit later, but like that's what it, he would be without his nap. I mean, if he napped normally, though, even on nap days, he doesn't always. We still put him down early, and he'll just anyways. Like hang in so his you'll bed. have two children sleeping for twelve hours. Yes. Is the moral of the story? <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's sort of a high. I my other high is that as I just told Jen, there's 11 days until Christmas. Yeah, 
<laughs> music. Christmas music. Uh, Christmas season. <laughs> holiday season. I don't mean to leave anyone out. It's like, I just love the whole holiday season. Krista Kringle's here. Yeah. It's like all of, I don't know. So I start my Christmas music first thing in the morning on November 1st and just overdo it until Christmas. See, the great part though is like by Christmas, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I leave yeah, my tree you're, up. You're a tree up until New Year's kind of gal, right? Oh, absolutely. I don't take my tree down. But like, I, I, I'm I, kind of sick of it. Like by January 10th, at least, I'm like, get this tree out of here. See, I'm going to make you cringe. <laughs> it depends on the year. It depends on my mood. So this isn't always the case. But, and this won't surprise you, sometimes on the 30th, I like to take the tree down. Mm-hmm. So we wake up on January 1st to like a clean house and I actually, ready to roll. I don't, dis- I don't dislike that. Like I could. It depends when New Year's falls. Yeah, that's fair. No, I I like because like by time January comes, I'm always like, I always hold on to the tree a little longer, but I'm done. Like I have holidayed myself out. I've done two straight months of holiday. I don't want to hear any Christmas music until yeah next year. Like that's why I like to start early because like I don't yeah. ever like to be holding on at the end. Like oh, I wish the holidays were still here. Like I want to run no. myself dry. So I'm excited that there are 11 days for um, the holidays. <laughs> Um, my low is I was telling Jen how stuff like my contractor is being a serious pain in the ass. We're trying to like finish some projects for the end of the year and he's just being a bad contractor, which is so common and so annoying. Um, he is not the Matt's constructor. No, he is not. And I need to like (laughs) switch contractors. (laughs) We don't really have that big, like that many big projects to do though. So that's like the annoying part is I just... I wanted him to just finish what he started. Um, He did the whole gut renovation of our house. So he like knows what's in the walls and everything. So it's just easier. For sure. But if he shows up. Yeah. If he shows up. (laughs) And now I'm just like ready to just go with someone else because it's a pain in the ass. So I don't blame you. Anyway, let's get on to this week's episode. I'm excited about this because it's something that has like given us new life in the social media space i feel like we were so exhausted by instagram yes um and still are recently but i think it's also a great time in time for the holidays because it's a platform where you can build quickly um if you put the effort in and there's actually roi where i feel like instagram recently there's been like very little roi on your effort put in it's, like yeah, Instagram is such a challenging platform. And it, every week I'm sending Jen something new. I'm like, did you know this is happening? Like, do you know they were changing this? They're taking away IGTV. Like, there's just so much, and we it's so hard to keep up, and it's also just like so hard to grow. And if you are growing, like the people that are growing are making like three reels a day. Right. That's insane. That yeah, is so reasonable. much effort. And especially for a business owner, like if you're it's one thing if you're like an influencer and like your life is Instagram, like your money is made on Instagram. But if your money is made elsewhere right. and you're using it to support that, it's just impossible. Like, yeah, it's just so hard, like the amount of effort you have to put in. Um, So with all that being said, let's talk Pinterest. Yes. So tell us who should use Pinterest. So. I don't want to say everyone because it's not necessarily for everyone, but a lot more people should be using Pinterest than we find are using Pinterest. Um, I think that there are very few businesses that can't benefit in some capacity from being on Pinterest. Um, 
And I think like some of the ones that we narrowed it down to that worked really, it'd be worked really well for are like bloggers, obviously. Um, anyone selling like online courses or any sort of online services, um, personal branding. So if you're just trying to expand like your personal brand and then retail with consistent inventory, whether that's, um, in not in real life, but like, what do you call it in person? What's like a store, like a storefront? Yeah. Storefront. Okay. Or brick online. And mortar. Yeah. Brick and mortar. That's <laughs> IRL. <laughs> um, and then people with like consulting or coaching businesses. I think there are just like a lot of different um different platforms that people uh, platform different businesses that can use this platform to really do well and um generate business. Um Jen, you really have leaned into it on a personal level. With, with your blog and you've done really well um how how did you start on pinterest that's a good question first i can tell you i will never be recording an episode with lily again <laughs> jen was just <laughs> wrestling him while we were <laughs> as he was trying to chew his while i was talking <laughs> i mean lily <laughs> um Anyways, yeah, I so I started seriously using Pinterest about 18 months ago. Mm -hmm. And once I started using it, it took off. Now, the algorithm has changed a little bit, but it took off in about three to four months. Mm -hmm. um, and it has grown. I mean, I went from like 2,000 impressions a month to over 800,000. Yeah. You did a lot of backlogging. I don't know if that's what you call it, but like yeah, you went back. You you had you have a pretty great tre treasure trove of content um, that you went back and like really started to like dig through and add that to Pinterest, right? Yes. Um, so I started optimizing old posts, creating pins for those posts, and then one of the other tricks that actually helped too is. I would do like $25 ad buys mm -hmm. on some of the posts where I wanted to drive traffic. Yeah. And that would give the pin enough oomph mm -hmm. to catch a wave. Right. And then it would take off from there. Yeah. I. That's another thing with Pinterest. Your money goes a lot farther yes. on Pinterest. And it really like when you you can just spend like a very little amount of money like and, i literally would spend 25 dollars. yeah and then all of a sudden like your pins will start like catching a couple times i've spent 50 but that's not yeah that, not normal for me and i think it's also great if you're doing you know if you're in the influencer blog space if you're doing brand partnerships it's a great way to and i don't like because you're spending the money it's not like fake but like to put some money behind it, not that yeah. much, you know, but like still get better results for the company. Like it just either add that into like what you're charging them. Yes. Um, or like I know we've both done that a couple of times where it's like, OK, well, we can if you give me like five hundred dollars or something and then you take four hundred and then put like a hundred behind it on Pinterest or something or not even that much. But it's a great way to. um you know, up your numbers for partnerships. Yeah. And then it was really just being about consistent. I know we'll talk about tools later. Tailwind has been a game changer. Mm -hmm. um, but also in the last month, idea pins have come up, which 
I don't use Tailwind for idea pens. I create those manually. Mm-hmm. But because it's such new territory within the algorithm, you can actually take reels you've created mm-hmm. and load those up yes. as idea pens yeah. or any type of a short video. It's like it's almost like an Instagram story. Yeah. And they're putting a lot of clout, I don't know what you call it, behind yeah. that to to make those like really perform well. Yes. Um another thing that's interesting with Pinterest that I think companies don't realize. So it's so hard to grow on Instagram at this point that there are a lot of really great bloggers that are producing a ton of content that just like are growing like molasses. And um, there's this one girl, I'll actually include her in the show notes. So she's um, Karen. I can't remember her Instagram handle, Karen M something, but I'll include her in the show notes. And she has like 3000 followers on Pinterest. She just did a um, challenge where she posted twice a day for 30 days on Instagram, which is just kind of crazy. Like that is so much content. Um, And I, she, Oh, I looked her up on Pinterest. She has like almost 2 million views a month on Pinterest. And I think it's just interesting because companies don't realize that like Instagram is not the end all be all, you know, I think like, we work with clients sometimes that are like, well, I want them to have X amount of Instagram followers. And it's not always about Instagram. Like it can be about Pinterest too. It can be about other, or you, you can grow on diversify. other. Yes. <laughs> we diversify uh, and still get the amount of impressions you want, if not more, and if not more targeted right? Um, for like the same amount of money, because oftentimes people will not charge as much on Pinterest as what they're charging for on Instagram. But like if someone has 3,000 Instagram followers and a million Pinterest views, like obviously your brand could potentially do a lot better with advertising on Pinterest. And I know bloggers take Pinterest only campaigns sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize that until recently. Like they won't even be on Instagram, but they'll pay for Pinterest. And I think that they get more bang for their buck there. Yeah. Especially like small companies. I would agree. Um, yeah, so I have found it to be really helpful. I also load all of my lead magnets onto Pinterest too. Mm-hmm. So that has been like, I have a, a reno, a budget renovation template that yep. I have shared on Pinterest. No ads been behind it. And I get a handful of people signing up for it every week. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Lead magnets are fantastic on Pinterest. I feel like that's a great way to start building an email list. Yeah. And one one clarifying piece for people, because I feel like we often run into clients who are like, so I've heard good things about Pinterest, but it's not for me. If you have any form of a blog on your website, you would fit with Pinterest. So even if you're a retail store, but you write some lifestyle type pieces. And you can also start a blog to play on Pinterest to get traffic to your site. Yeah, you're still the goal is to drive more traffic to your site. Right. So you don't necessarily have to be selling your inventory on Pinterest. You could be writing a post about the best way to style a family room for your home decor store and drive people to the website that then clicks out to links um about the house. Yeah, and I think that um I just lost my train of thought. You guys, Louie is digging at the window. <laughs> this is going to end up being our clunkiest podcast since the influencer one. When it sounded like we were recorded with a tin can. <laughs> okay. But yeah, 
I think you're, you're right. It's a lot of different businesses can be on Pinterest. And I think that everyone thinks it's like only for DIY home people. And it's right. absolutely not. There are a lot of other companies that are really thriving on Pinterest. Um, it's a great way to drive organic traffic to your website. It's a growing platform. You can, which I feel like you can speak to this well too. It's easier to plan in advance, but talk about the curation a little bit. Yes. Okay. So that, I think that that's where I was going. Um, Instagram has to, and I know people swear up and down that like, it's not about the grid anymore. And I completely disagree. I don't, I know very few people who would follow an account with like just a junky grid unless you know who they are. It's one thing if it's like a celebrity right. or someone who's already established, you're right. Your grid doesn't need to be perfect anymore or like look that good because you, you have a following that's like outside of just that. But if you're looking to grow, then I do believe, and especially as a business, I really think that Instagram serves as a second website these days. So mm -hmm. it has to look clean and on brand and nice and your nine boxes or 12 boxes need to be consistent and pretty. Um, but the great thing about Pinterest is one, there's like a lot more room to like test and learn um, because you can just kind of like throw things out there, not throw it, but like you make a rich pin, a rich pin is a pin with words on it. So like think about like dinner recipes or something like 10 easy dinner recipes. What you can do is use different copy in the rich pin and like make it, you know, three different ways or like, Am I making sense? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I actually, so to piggyback off of what you're saying, every blog post that I write, I make 15 to 20 pins about that blog post. Right. Exactly. And it's like you use, you know, different 10, words, different yeah, five photos. white paint colors or like the best white paint colors. And then you use white paint colors for the main bedroom or white paint colors, you know, that look great in sunlight. You can just do a million different tags and see which one catches on and i think that that's great about pinterest where like you can't play that much on instagram because again your grid you can you can always archive things but it just feels like the stakes are higher when you are posting on instagram whereas pinterest you can just kind of put the content out there and see what sticks because everything gets organized into a board and it's not like people go through your boards in detail whereas on Generally, instagram right yeah on instagram you know everything lives in this one little grid mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then also if you're posting, which you can post more on Pinterest because it's easier to get the content out there, then all your content like will go away in a day. If you're get, if you're using Tailwind to auto post and po post other people's pins, it's not just your stuff. You're also not penalized for auto posting like you are on yes, Instagram. Of course. Instagram penalizes you for anything good. Um, anything and that makes it easier <laughs> it's nice because it's just it's a more positive place to be yeah in my opinion and the intent at least behind the static pins idea pins change this a little bit because idea pins try and keep you within the pinterest realm mm -hmm. longer but static pins so those being either a rich pin or just a photo are intended for you to pin it to your board and potentially click out Yes, exactly. Instagram is like building this platform where they never want you to leave. Yeah. Like that's why Facebook is getting in so much trouble as a company because they're just like monopolizing everything and they're just trying to, I mean, Instagram literally built out like a blog feature. So you don't even have to right. leave that, the, leave your Instagram to go to someone's blog. Um, but yeah, Pinterest is there so that you click out basically. Right. Like it's, it's 
that's the point of the whole platform. Yeah, and it genuinely supports you owning your own content. Right. And linking to that. Um, Whereas to Jesse's point with Instagram, they're trying to keep everything within Instagram. And if there have been two blackout Instagram days that I've known. right. And people always panic. And it's like, well, guys, that's you're not supposed to put all right. your eggs here. You don't here. own it. You don't own it. Um, I also think as a company in general, I find that Pinterest is more helpful to its creators. And yes. I know Instagram is like pretending that they're trying to be. Um, but they're very transparent. They have a whole like website, blog of business tools. They come out with like a holiday um like blog post and webinar every year that kind of like tells you how to like do well for holiday. Um, they're constantly hosting webinars. They're constantly like trying to give you the tools to grow and to be better. And I just appreciate that more. Whereas Instagram, I feel like is always like doing things behind the curtain and yes. you just never really know. And it's a bunch of people guessing what's happening. And then they're like denying things that are obviously happening you know they're like we don't shadow ban anyone and it's like it's not true i mean something's happening you know i don't know what what you want to call it maybe it's not a shadow ban but you were definitely shadow banned for a while yeah like there was you know so it's it just doesn't make sense and so yeah i think like pinterest as a company really supports their creators which and businesses um Mm -hmm. and they're constantly trying to do things to like help you and then when you spend money with them they really make it worth your time Right. Worth your money. Yes. Um, so in terms of getting started, one of the biggest tips is just to start a business account. Mm-hmm. Their, um, their stats are very helpful. Now, I will say they're not as detailed as Instagram, but they're still really good. They overhauled them like last year, too. And it yeah. was I think a lot of people that were used to the old school ones were a little bit annoyed. But I, I know I've like adapted and adjusted um, and I find them pretty helpful. I agree. It's not as media's instagram but they're they're getting there yeah and i would create five to ten boards mm-hmm. and boards are a specific topic you want to focus on also like you said create a business account i know people that like because they use pinterest like just to find their meals or whatever they have kind of like combined their personal and business yeah if you're going to do that then like delete or archive or hide any boards that aren't relevant to your business right you can make you can make private boards if you just want them yeah you can sell secret boards or you can um just add make a new account pinterest is very easy to toggle between accounts it is i found that with um our clients that we run some pinterest for clients um and it's super easy to toggle between so yeah um i actually kept my old Pinterest account made it a business account and archive some boards. Mm-hmm. The other piece I would say is of the boards that you create, you want to write ideally SEO optimized board descriptions, but mm-hmm. that's going to freak some people out. Yeah. Just describe the board in two sentences very clearly. Yep. Don't try and be cute like beachy deets. Like <laughs> I would have, you know, beach details for entertaining or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, that was the first thing that popped into my mind was the beach. <laughs> um, and then apps are a great way. So Tailwind is an app that works with Pinterest. Um, 
that you can schedule your pins and you can also join their communities mm-hmm. where it's kind of like what do you call it on Instagram when you have like the group boards? Oh no, uh, engagement pods. Engagement pods, but like Instagram hates those. Um, it's kind of like an engagement pod, but a little bit less sketchy, maybe. Yeah. Um, and it's like completely like above board, and you join these communities, and it's you join like like minded um communities or people that have like similar interests, yeah, or business interests, and those people pin you can all pin each other's content yes and you so you add your content to the boards and then they add theirs and then you just pin out it's sounding confusing as i'm saying it but it's not that hard and there are a lot of tutorials on youtube and there are a lot of tailwind tutorials in the app website i don't know what you call it yeah you can so within tailwind communities you can search for a group just by finding keywords Mm -hmm. like if you're like a health food blogger you can find like a whole 30 group or something yeah and like i'm in an interior design group because i have so much home content from our renovation even though i'm not an interior designer Mm -hmm. and you can when you create new pins you can save them to your own tailwind queue is what they call it but you can also publish them to these group boards Mm -hmm. within tailwind and then everyone helps each other out Every time you add a pin to the board, you're supposed to then pin something of someone's. Yeah, you know, there's yes, like kind yeah. of a quid pro quo ratio. Um, but yeah, it's really great. And then, can you talk a little bit about the group boards on Pinterest? Yeah. So then, that's the other thing. I feel like Tailwind was really big, but more recently, or maybe not more recently, but um, at some point in the last year, I kind of discovered these group boards, and you can. You can join a group board on Pinterest or there's um, a website. We'll also link this because I'm forgetting what it's called. Um, But I was talking to Jen about it the other day where you can find these group boards that you can join. And what happens there is basically, you know, Molly is following a board. She can follow this group board. And then let's say it's an interior design group board. So if you join it and it's like a thousand people, your content is going to show up on Molly plus however hundreds of thousands, however many hundreds of thousands of people might be following that board. So it's just another way to get more eyeballs on your posts um, and eyeballs that are interested in what kind of content um, the group board is providing. And so, yeah, there's a lot of ways to join those group boards. And I think you can just request, but um, the website I'll link, it's like a great way to find them and, get in on them yeah oh you know the question we always get is how many pins should i be pinning Mm -hmm. so this will sound crazy to you but best in class is around eight pins per day but it's not hard it's It's not not like instagram if you just it takes a little bit of time on tailwind every month or i can i can schedule a month's worth of content in two hours yeah. Like an hour and a half, two yeah, hours. Yeah, it's not it's not that hard. Um, Canva has a bunch of great rich pin templates that you can just turn into your own. Yes. Um, so you don't need to like design them by yourself in Photoshop or anything crazy. Well, and so that's why it's particularly not hard. So for example, as I had mentioned, every time I write a blog post, I create 15 pins for it. I have one Canva file with all 15 layouts Mm -hmm. and then I just drop in photos and I change names. I download it as a zip file 
upload it to Tailwind, and now I'm off and running. Yeah, it's not hard. At it's all. literally that easy. Yeah. And again, like we were saying before, you can just recycle, recycle, recycle. So like you can also use, it's not like you can't use the same uh, blog post twice in a month on Pinterest, you know, like you can make new one, new pins um, constantly with, with the content you have. Yeah. I would say, and even if you do as little as two pins per day, Mm -hmm. which you could schedule that out in a half hour to an hour for the month. Yeah. um, You could do that across two to three blog posts yeah and that would fill an entire content calendar for the month yeah i think um something we didn't touch on yet is pinterest is like a search engine and i think yes people don't necessarily realize that um and it's just like a great way people are constantly searching on pinterest for different things yeah it's Um, i like to call it the visual google yeah i think that's a great way to think of it um And I'm trying to think of like, yes, for bloggers, we're talking about blog posts. How can other businesses use Pinterest? And I'm like trying to like what kind of business, like give people ideas of how their business can come to life on Pinterest. So I think it's fantastic. If you have a brick and mortar store, you could start a blog to just talk about one different theme for the month. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's... um, you know, this time of year, it's preparing for fall, thinking about the holidays. How does that theme then relate to your store? Mm -hmm. You can link to specific products or even category pages within your blog post, have one clear visual, and that could be shared. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also set up your retail store as a shop on Pinterest, and that would work. For other businesses, service-based businesses, it's huge because service-based businesses can easily create a few lead magnets or just write about the work that they're doing and share a few tips. And that will live for years and years on Pinterest. Okay, Jen. So what about if you are a business wanting to work with influencers on Pinterest? That's a very good question. So there are two types of content that do well on Pinterest. One is what's called evergreen content. Mm -hmm. So evergreen means it never expires. Mm -hmm. Um, Give us an example. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I saw your eyes dart. You're like, what's a good example of this? (laughs) What's really unfair is that Jesse has just come back from maternity leave. And I keep telling everyone this. All of the creative juices have been sucked from my body. Trying to to make up for her creative brain. And so I can't come up with good examples right I was going to say, I'll give one. One of your like evergreen pieces is like the best white paint colors for a house. Yes. There's no seasonality to it. There's no, I don't know. It, it's It can go on forever and ever. Non-evergreen content would be 10 great gifts for Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Exactly. <laughs> and And I would say even that. Or like for Mother's Day 2020 or, right. something, you know, especially if it's like year specific, um, not it's worse, but like it's it's very specific. It's only going to run a certain amount of time. But yes, Mother's Day, it's like only relevant for a month. But to play in that space a little bit, if you were to do the best uh, throw pillows for the holidays, mm-hmm. maybe you own a home decor store. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinterest content lives six to eight weeks in advance. Yep. So 
you would want the influencer to most likely shoot their content in September Mm -hmm. and release the content by early October Mm -hmm. so that it is catching wind in time for the holidays this year. Yep, totally. And Pinterest like sees some holidays, like especially I think October, November, December, like Q4, they start sometimes even in July. Like people start searching really early on Pinterest. Um, And that doesn't mean that if you wanted to start now, it's way too late. Um, But I would start now (laughs) immediately. (laughs) The earlier, the better. And honestly, in this case, it's interesting because on the flip side with Instagram, you you can post too early. Like we've talked about gift guides yes. this year and you don't want to come out with those too early. People get really annoyed on Instagram. It's funny. It, it, you know, Or I... even Facebook if that's a main channel for you. Yep. But on, Inst- or on Pinterest, you can come out with that content in July or August and it will still just start to catch speed in time for the holidays sometime between October, November, December. I actually did that with some holiday content i posted it at the end of august and it's just starting to take off what what kind of content some holiday content i posted at the end of august oh that's great yeah i mean it's like had enough time to like you know simmer a little and now it's boiling up so that would be the best way i think to get started if it feels overwhelming jesse and i are huge proponents of this we talked about it in a different podcast episode um if you are getting started and it feels overwhelming reach out for an advising session. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's... We um, love sitting down with people for an hour or two and strategizing, making a game plan. Yeah, brainstorming some like really good ideas and how to really get started. Um, Obviously, we can do like larger scopes as well. But if you just want something to like, how do I get... How could my business use Pinterest? um, And how can I get started? And like, where can I get the best ROI? Um, I always think it's important because you don't want to expend too much of your energy trying to research the platform. Yes, I agree. Because then by the time you actually go to get started with your work, you're like, I'm exhausted. I don't even feel like creating. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, we can like basically, you know, give you a game plan fast track of how to how to launch and how to get started. Yeah. I'd say that's a good kickoff. Yeah. Um, Jen, where can the people find you? (laughs) Whenever we say, I know, I feel like I started it with the people. Also, I refer to strangers as the people with Emmy. (laughs) And so Emmy will often be like, hey, mom, is it the peoples? (laughs) (laughs) But to answer your question, the people can find me at Mm jennay.com, J-E-N-N-N-A-Y-E.com. I'm also on Instagram at jen.nay and Pinterest, of course, uh, backslash Herman. And Herman, which is the tricky one, is H-E-R-R-M-A-N-N. So funky. I know. <laughs> so German. Where can is it be- German? It is German. We both have German last names. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, if you met my father-in-law, like, you'd know we are German. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. What if we're, like, related that by marriage? Be- <laughs> Only you would go there. I would. It's, I'm like, I, I don't know. It's possible. There's a bajillion people in Germany. Yeah, but I mean, Midwest? I don't know. I know that doesn't make any sense, but. Kyle's not even Midwestern, really. Yes, he is. He's from North Dakota. You don't get well, more Midwestern than that. Yeah, I guess. That I is so Midwest. But I feel like there's like two Midwest. This what do could you be mean? a whole other, This could be a whole other conversation. I think it's funny that you think there are two Midwest because it's like, 
East Coast people, it's like definitely one Midwest. There's like the East Coast, the flyover states, which is the Midwest, and then the West Coast. What's interesting is Jesse thinks she's an East Coaster. I am. But through you and live through. here. Yes. Temporarily, as we spoke about earlier. I'm right. moving back to New York right. in like for 17, 17 years. years. Yeah. yeah. It's very temporary. Yep. Well, I'm in my dream home for 17 years. Okay. Anyways, Jesse, where can the people find you? The people can find me um, at Jesse B. Bernhardt on Instagram and on my blog at jessiebarnesbernhardt.com. That's B-E-R-N-H-A-R-D as in dog, T as in Tom. German last names are confusing and hard. We they both are. had very simple last names before we, we got married. Yeah. Nay and Barnes, like yeah. super easy. The worst thing you can do with Barnes is like, not add the E, but because of Barnes and Noble, everyone knows how to spell it. Correct. So, yeah, we married into annoying names. Yeah. Pro tip, don't. <laughs> Just kidding. Good. Don't swipe right on people with annoying last names. Good thing the guys are better than the exactly. long last name. Uh, and you can find us at www.themarketinggreenhouse.com. Yes, or at The Marketing Greenhouse on um, Instagram. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um I would love to, we're doing a Q&A podcast at some point in the next couple of weeks. Um, we got like a good handful of questions on Instagram, but if you want to send us any more, you can DM the Marketing Greenhouse or DM us. Jen, no one sent in questions about dating, even though I asked for them. No one wants our dating advice. Oh, <laughs> it has been a while since I've dated. I know, both of us. But I thought it'd be so much fun to answer dating questions. It would be great. Right? Wouldn't that? So if you want us to be your dating coaches, we probably will have bad advice because we have been out of the game for almost seven plus years. Yeah. Maybe longer. Not longer. I've been out of the game for like nine. I know. You're like two years ahead of me. Yeah. yeah. So not the most sage advice, but it'd be really fun. Yeah. I don't know. I love I love giving dating advice to people. And if you're don't take it. super inspired by uh, this podcast we kindly ask for your review on apple podcast yeah we would love love for um, more reviews we are currently at five stars with like i think we're nearing 10 reviews but we would love more um yeah give us a shout out share share our podcast on your instagram stories um we love that that's means so much and we're just gonna be plugging away recording more yeah, yeah. all right until next time until next time bye guys <laughs>